Smartcast. You are listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another chapter in our She Slays journey. We hope you are continuously inspired by all the champion stories we've been putting out and learn from all our champions to prioritize your health. This week we have another champion story for all of you. We are in conversation with Aditi Srivastava, a 29-year-old corporate CEO living and working in Noida. For almost an entire year in 2018, Aditi was physically and mentally exhausted from dealing with both clinical depression and tuberculosis at the same time. For both, she had to take strong medicines which had a huge impact on her health and her life. She eventually decided to battle these two concerns with a high protein diet to counter the effect of the medicines and had to take calculated doses regularly. It was only after changing her routine lifestyle from having a super challenging and hectic schedule to a person who took out time for her health and timely medication helped Aditi to get better and to improve her health within 1 and 1/2 years. And for depression, love and care came as the perfect cure. As Aditi says, it was a dark phase, but if she was able to get through and come out of it, it was only because of medication and dedication to get better. Come, let's listen to her story. Hi, my name is Aditi Shrivastava and I'm 29 years old. I belong from Uttar Pradesh and I've been living in Delhi and Sarah. As a kid, I have uh, always been this uh, very skinny girl and I was very low on immunity also huge stomach problems I was asthmatic and uh, one of the perks was that uh, I don't know my guardian angel but most of the last year exams or the final exams I used to be critical ill but because I used to be a good student I was given decent marks and went through uh my years so yeah that has been the scene and very low in immunity high stomach problems asthmatic very prone to flu and season changes uh has been a kid journey and uh, apart from that if i remember as a childhood you know i was very into me i think everything is a people say they love their school days and they remember march and they have bffs and they go to parties you know friends birthdays and all those things i was not that kind of a kid i i belong from a joint family where at that point of time i think 45 members used to live under one roof my father was also a little strict at that point of time so he didn't like these kind of activities he had his own thought points and at that point of time i had no other option but to accept it uh i don't have great memories of my school life i would say not like that i think mostly i was very skinny kid usually ill so not much of attention of anyone was there somewhere between a geek and a invisible person who tried to fit into the group but was strong with the cultural aspects then i think in my college life things uh, changed uh, because uh, my asthma increased drastically and uh, i had very frequent attacks those things were really 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 challenging if i remember correctly my asthma got detected very late in life like i think when i was 17 or 18 until that time it was somehow dormant so i had dormant asthma or something like that but yeah my first of my attacks where it was 
considered I was 17, 18 years old and uh, I think it took a hospitalization of about two days to come with the reports and tell me that you have asthma. Then I think my parents tried everything and anything possible in books to help me uh, get cured completely. That somehow didn't work out. So I never went off inhaler. So I always carry an inhaler with me till date. It's difficult, you know, it's difficult to trek, though I love that. It's difficult to be underwater a lot. Though I've dived in two oceans and a gulf and I've planned to dive in all five. And uh, it, it's very difficult to stairs. Now, I'm not doing anything additional for that. I take the elevator. I'm very lazy when it comes to these activities. So then uh, life change went happening. I started working. A lot of leaves from my office I had to take because of this asthma. A lot of attacks came in office. Thankfully, I think in the initial of years, the office I was working with had a very well equipped, uh, uh, what you can say, a restroom with a nurse in it. So I think a lot of times they saved me, literally. They had ambulance on the stand all the time. So I think I worked for a very long duration with them and they were very supportive with my health. They understood it. Uh, there were times, you know, where I had to be on regular week offs where no one else could take in because my immunity had gone very low and I was going through treatment. So, And that, I think, one of the best managers I had who stood there with me and who knew that, you know, she performs, she can do it. They trusted my talent, I think I would rather say, and, and supported me in the best possible way they could. Then I think uh, 2018, if I remember, has been one of the most exhausting year for me because uh, by now you know that I'm low on immunity and you know that I'm asthmatic. I was detected with tuberculosis also. Tuberculosis happened that I think I remember that about one and a half month, I think I, I had some problem of not able to keep food in for some time. But the biggest problem was I used to have 101, 100 fever every day. And no matter what I did, how many doctors I visited, we were not able to understand what's happening. I think the whole point was it was ton of my health invested at that point of time. And suddenly, I think one of the doctors diagnosed it as, you know, that your lymph nodes have some kind of peculiar problem and we might have to operate them now. And that's when, when I got admitted to one of the hospitals and there was a doctor and he said that, uh, before we operate you, let me run some tests. And I was like, there's no possible test left on the earth that you would have not done on me in past one and a half years. But okay. If you want to just take some more of my blood or whatever is left. So he did it and I think I was hospitalized for five days. Now I was in fever for one and a half month and then I was hospitalized in fever also. And where I went to the hospital thinking, yeah, though I'll have a cut in my throat, but the next day fever is definitely going to go down and I'm going to feel normal about myself. And this doctor, it's been the third day and he's still not operating me and doing his experiments with his pills, with his reports. I don't know what's going on with me. So I just lashed out on him. I think that day had about 103 degree fever. I couldn't take it anymore. And I just lashed on to him because this is not working out. I was here to be operated. Just fix me up right now. What are you up to? And he said that, you know, give me a day more. If your fever doesn't go by tomorrow night, next day we'll operate you. I was like, okay, I can hold my breath for one more night because no matter what, I'm getting operated and getting this thing out of me. 
but uh, luckily the next day the fever did go down and i was like yeah this one knows something he knows what he's up to with me and then he say and you know thank god we didn't cut you because your lip nerves are not definitely not enlarged i was like okay and he said i've done some tests uh, the results are awaited in a day or two but you you can't go home i was like finally i'm out of fever i'm going home and uh, i was able to go to work next day feeling fine uh, and when i come back i remember my brother tells me that you know uh, your report is here and we want to talk to you and i'm looking at everyone and i know there's something coming up which is a bomb okay and in my, when you think of a bomb you know you think of big things you're like you know i'm going to hit the biggest of the giants of the disease because the entire family is in a drawing room it's a it's an entire ekta kapoor movie environment there right everyone is tense brother has a report parents are sitting you can see the pain on the face i knew something was going to happen and then all of a sudden said you know you have tuberculosis i said you know what there's something wrong i'm not coughing at all i cannot have tuberculosis it's impossible i'm not showing the symptom and the reason to say that is because i have been a science student i knew that tuberculosis medicine requires a routine and i was at that point of time in my life the last person to be on routine i never followed a routine in my life i think credit to hostel days and a lot of bpo shift workings but uh, i did not have routine so i think the moment i heard tuberculosis in my head it was the ad where the patient had to take the pills every day bang on with that pill box with a water bottle that you can see on amazon so i thought that's what i need that's what going to happen and it's not cannot happen to me because i am not coughing and then i got to know it's a very different kind of a tuberculosis in a different part that's why the coughing is not there but i have to go on immediate medication and then they told me the side effects of medication now tuberculosis medicines are so so impactful that you need to be on a very high protein diet and it also impacts the color of fluid from your body that's what the bang i had and i was like okay i gathered myself i took the night i thought okay let's see what happens because uh, very around that time i was also diagnosed with depression so i was obviously it had to happen you know i was the only kid and uh, not much friends to talk to plus physically you know i had a lot of issues so already i was on antidepressants and now i had to take tuberculosis medicines also and for people tuberculosis medicines they make your muscles i think swell up from inside if you can feel how that it feels that's how you start feeling the moment you take that medicine at least for an hour and two so it was difficult to come up the curve but uh, i absolutely couldn't go ahead and risk myself so it went on for a while i think i was in denial and then i remember one day my dad was talking to me on a very different subject he was concerned about my future and he just asked me that you know what would you do after this he was going to make a very important decision in my life and he said what would you do after this and and i just realized you know with all the conditions that are going on with me what would i do with it and i think that's it call you know my bodh gaya happened right then and there in that joint room but it just happened and i was like no i cannot say you know i didn't say this things to happen to me but what i can do is absolutely make sure that i walk out of it now because i was on a very high protein diet and i was on very high medicines also being from very skinny and petite i went up to i think 80 kgs almost like really so those problems also started coming up and i was like you know what you're done this is it 
you you can't be living like this and you know using it as a tool that you know I'm a sick person I have to I think carve my own weapon and come out of it so first thing change I started making a routine I started taking my own self very seriously listening to what my body needs which usually one ignores because I have been very focused with my work and career it's been love for me so I I have taken my health secondary and I think this was my health telling me that you need to prioritize me I learned it the bad way but I did learn it I went into a routine I took care of my medicines and I think that was the reason I came out of tuberculosis within 8 to 9 months and uh, Asma has been fine with regular yoga breathing exercises and making sure I I don't do anything that you know that just goes ahead and trigger so the most difficult thing is that I am allergic to fragrances also so yeah I make sure with my asthma that you know I exercise well like I try to keep lungs happy and hearty so that they don't collapse me on me on any point of time and for depression I think the entire credit goes to my family and friends I can't tell the amount of love I have felt in my life. People call about unconditional love, talk about it every day. The love you need to grow you as a person, the love you need to build your personality, the love you need to make sure that you fall in love with your own self. So, yeah, kudos to them. They made it happen. I think what I learned was this was very important. to reach out also at times you know the reason we don't reach out is because we have a feeling that we'll be judged but end of the day that's an assumption basis our own mind so anything i would like to say in the end to people listening or people around or even to you know myself listening this after 5 10 years uh i would love to say that you know love thyself not the neighbor <laughs> because neighbor is also loving one own self okay if it sounds right just prioritize yourself for me i think it means prioritize yourself that doesn't mean become good but prioritizing yourself means taking care of your own mental and physical health i know it sounds bookish i know it sounds very saint like but it's real so care for everyone a little more and care for yourself a little more So this was Aditi Srivastava's story. A boss woman indeed who not only succeeded in her professional life but also ensured that her health was her priority throughout. And if there's a lesson to be learned, it's that that you need to take care of your health no matter which position you are, which profession you are in or what age you are in or what stage you are in your life. So we do hope you like this story and if you also have a story to tell, then do write to us. at healthshots@hindustantimes.com till then take care of yourself this is chaya dabas your host signing off for the week see you next week with another story see you soon bye bye you were listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast